Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So, We want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it. And then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Well, it's true, I have only just a minute. Only 60 seconds in it. It's forced upon me. I can't refuse it. I didn't seek it. I didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer. If I lose it, give it a count if I abuse it. Oh, yeah, it's just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. And so I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on with you again one more time. I'm grateful for each and every time that I get an opportunity to help you to grow your thinking so you can do more, be more, and achieve more. And so I am grateful, grateful, grateful. You know, I take a moment to start with that minute, God's Minute by Dr. Benjamin Mays, and I take a moment at the beginning of every show to give God some glory, to just thank him for life and strength and health. I want to make sure I am clear that I am grateful. I am grateful, 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 and I give God glory. And I know everybody doesn't believe like I believe. Everybody doesn't have the same uh, concept, theology, whatever. 
and I'm not mad at you. I'm not trying to convert you. I'm trying to make sure you know where I stand and why I stand where I stand, because I am grateful. I woke up this morning without a chalk outline around my body. I said, it's a good day. And so I'm grateful for that. I woke up, man, my wife was here in good health. We're both, thank God, in good health. We thank God. See, you hear people say, thank God, thank God. Well, I actually thank them. I, I, I vocally say it. So I give God glory and I thank him. Then I want to thank our sponsor. I want to thank our sponsor, which is Truist Financial. I want to take a moment to thank uh, Truist Financial. Two great banks came together to create an even greater bank, Truist. They have a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities. With combined resources, collective passion, and continuous pursuit of innovation, Truist is opening the door to a better financial experience to help people all over America and businesses all over America to do more, be more and achieve more. See what the future of finance is shaping up to be at truest.com. That's right. Truest. T-R-U-I-S-T.com. Truest Bank. Member FDIC. And finally, I want to thank each and every one of you. I want to thank each and every one of you who has made it a priority to stop and listen to this show or this podcast and listen to this weekly or or daily. Some people, they they play the podcast daily. I have one gentleman who said he plays one half the podcast on his way to work and the other part on the way home. He said, they get me through. They help me to become more successful. I've grown my business. I've made more money because of the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show and the podcast. He listens to the show on, on Saturdays at four o'clock Eastern time. And then he listens to the podcast on his way to work every day. So we are grateful for that. Now, I want to tell you, I bring the best and the brightest every week. And this is another example of that. I am excited about my guest today. And he is also a host on XM himself. He has a popular show on the number one trucking channel on XM Radio. And many of you might know the first adapters on XM were truckers. And the reason that they were the first adapters is because they were going coast to coast and they wanted one station or one platform that would take them from coast to coast. And XM offered that option. And so they were the first adapter, those people, as well as those who were, you know, high tech kind of folks who like techie kind of stuff. Well, my my guest, he is a tremendously popular host on the number one trucking channel on XM, channel 146, which is Road Dog Trucking. He has the morning show Monday through Friday. People around the country love this guy. Let me tell you a little more. His name is Tim Ridley. He was born in Tennessee and grew up in Georgia. He had a, a trucking career himself, which began in the 1980s. He had a he he grew from just being a trucker who drove the truck to owning. He became an entrepreneur, a business owner, and he created a fleet of 
trucks. And then he started a trucking, uh, uh, tried being a trucking and driving instructor for trucking and then holding many management positions, including uh, driving school instructor, director of job placement, director of training, recruiting supervisor, and terminal manager for the second largest temperature controlled carrier in the U.S. After experiencing a myriad of positions, uh, he went on to drive, and he is proud of the fact that he has have been a trucker with a unique um, clarification or certification, 2 million miles uh, of safe driving, and he had 1 million with a single company. He has a PhD in Christian education. He serves as a military chaplain. He holds the position of commandant of the Georgia State Chaplain Training Center, Fort Stewart Army Base for the Georgia State Defense Force. He's a chaplain and a major in the Joint Forces Chaplain Corps, which includes the Army National Guard, Air National Guard, and Georgia State Defense uh, Force. He now gives his time as a reserve police officer and board member of the St. Christopher Fund. When he has time to do something. And look, he's busy all the time because he got radio every morning uh, from uh, five to seven Eastern time, which is uh, four to six central time. And he lives in central time. Then he has to do voiceovers and things like that with the station. Then well, he, he does all these other things with his chaplaincy. And so when the few moments he has to relax, he enjoys playing sax, drums, weightlifting, uh, doing model railroading, camping, riding his motorcycle and spending time with his family. They now live on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and uh, they work out of there, and he has a beautiful bride and a son, and so I'm just glad to have him as my guest. I've been doing some uh, appearances on his show, and I'm grateful for him making time to be on my show. Tim Ridley, how are you, my friend? Dr. Willie, I am doing great, brother. How about you? And, and, I'm and excellent. First of all, it's, it's, a, it's a blessing and an honor to be a, on your show this morning. Or this all afternoon. right. Well, look, it's going to play all mornings, afternoons, evenings. It's going to play a lot of times because we're going to make sure you get it uh, when uh, you they get it whenever they want it. Because we make it on demand on our podcast. And then the show airs a number of times in uh, different day parts uh, around the country. So people on the West Coast can get it. East Coast can get it in the middle of America. So we're just glad that you're able to be here. Well, I gave them the thumbnail sketch of who Tim Ridley is. Please fill in the blanks as to who this guy is, where he came from, and how he got to be the morning show host on the most popular uh, trucking network or channel on Sirius XM. This is a big deal. Yes, it is. And and I owe everything. And I, I love the way you start your show as well. But I owe everything, just like just like with you at the beginning of your show, Doctor, is uh, show uh, owe everything to God. Uh, often God is ordering our steps. Uh, and we don't realize that he's ordering our steps. And I say that because this kind of gives a background of, of me, of where I come from. And um, I didn't realize what he was uh, getting me prepared to do in, in terms of what I do today in radio. I had no idea. And, and you were talking about some of the things that I, <laughs> that I did. And I appreciate that introduction there. Uh, and I had to actually think, wait a minute, is, is this me? Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever think about that. Uh, but, and I'm sure you're the same way. Yes. But um, with my career, I, I've always wanted to drive trucks that, from a kid. So from a kid, you wanted to drive trucks. I did. I wanted to be a truck driver. And I'll tell you how it all started, uh, Dr. Jolly, is that I, I blame my dad for it. My dad is deceased now, but I blame him for it. He, he 
put that seed in me because he was a truck driver for North American Van Lines. Okay. Uh, when I was a kid, and on Sunday afternoons after church, you know, he would take me down to the local truck dealership. It was a GMC Chevrolet truck dealership. And and they would be closed, of course, but we would just go and look at trucks and he would put me, he would hold me up, you know, and, and put me on his shoulder so that I could see in the windows of these trucks. And he would describe to me everything that I was looking at. And I probably, Willie, I was probably maybe about four years old, maybe five, but uh, if, if that old, but I can remember those days vividly. Mm. And he would always buy me trucks. You know, if my mom said he would buy me trucks, even when I was like a year old and then two years old, like. So, so he was he was planting the seed about trucks because he loved trucks and he wanted his son to love trucks as well, obviously. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. And so I, I would ride with him. I only had, a, you know, him, him and my mom divorced when I was about eight, maybe nine years old. So I only got. A, a few times to, to ride with him. But I remember those days and just asking him questions. And he was showing me how to sh- how he would ship the gears and make the turns. And he would tell me to look in the right mirror and see that trailer come around the corner, you know, and those, were, it was fascinating. But my mom on the other side, Dr. Willie, is that she had a different perspective. Mm. She loved trucks as well. But if I was going to be a truck driver, I better go to college first. My mom mm. was very, very deep on education. Yes. As a matter of fact, she holds, I think, three PhD degrees. I don't know how many master's degrees and, and, wow. and bachelor's, but she is really, she was always, she still is just very strict on, on the adamant about education. And I'll ask mom, why? Why do I need to go to college first? But she says, what if it doesn't work out? Mm. What if you get tired of it and, and you can always have this to fall back on your college degree. So long story short, just moving it along, uh, I, I got I went to college and uh, went through went through ROTC in, in college. And, and uh, I uh, actually never actually worked in my field uh, that I that I got my bachelor's degree in. But I decided that I wanted to immediately, as soon as possible, get into trucking. And this is kind of ironic because this kind of leads in, in a way up to me teaching and at the truck driving school being director of job placement and so forth. I went to that same truck driving school to uh, to to ask about how to enroll to get my license. Mm. The guy told me, you know, I met with him that night, the salesman and met with him that night at the school. And he told me how much it would be. And Dr. Jolly. I didn't have that kind of money. <laughs> he may as well have been speaking Greek to me. You know, or, or Latin. I, I had, I didn't have that kind of money. So I went back to, 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 to uh, the drawing board because this is something that I really wanted to do. But I remember my mom, you know, she, she always, she raises up on fasting and praying. So yeah. something that you want God to move in on your, in your life or move on. You fast and you 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 pray and and you can do anything you want to do. You can get you know things can be accomplished uh, if you if you pray and believe and if you work hard at it. So I I went on a three day fast and and I told God that I wanted to to have a job driving a truck. Now let me backtrack just a little bit. Prior to that, I met a guy 
Hold that thought. We're going to come back. We're going to come back because I want you to tell the rest of that story and then the lessons you learned in the process, how you go from a little kid who decides I want to drive a truck to becoming not only a truck driver, but a owner of a fleet. And then the morning host on the number one trucking channel on Sirius XM. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show with my special guest, Tim Ridley. We'll be right back. And for sure, your best is yet to come. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show with my special guest, Tim Ridley. He is the host of the Tim Ridley Show every morning, uh, Monday through Friday, on the number one truck driving or trucker channel on Sirius XM channel 146. And he is extremely popular, as well as the fact that he's part of a network, Radio Nemo, where they have created a empire of 
programming for truckers. And so I want to welcome all the truckers who are listening today because of Tim and those who listen to me. I've had so many nice comments over the years from truckers who say, I listen to your show. I make it a priority Saturday afternoons or or, or the other times it airs during the week to to listen because it inspires me. It encourages me. It it uplifts me and it gets me to think bigger. And that's what we want to do. Well, Tim Ridley is one of those big thinkers, big doers, trusting God and then working hard. Let me say that again, trusting God and working hard. That's how he created this, this success story. Well, he was telling us, uh, and by the way, I want to encourage everybody to go to winwithwilly.com, winwithwilly.com. Sign up for my newsletter because I send out the learning lessons, the points of pearls that I get from these great interviews every week on my newsletter. And then Monday through Friday, I send you a one minute, bam, quick one minute message just to get you through the day, to inspire you. Because we know that if you start off your day with power, you tend to have greater success in power during the day. So go to winwithwilly.com, sign up for the newsletter, and then watch all the other things we have there for you. We've got all sorts of goodies. Many different sites are on that page that you can get access to my, my business site, my personal site, my youth site, my faith site, our attitude of excellence site, we got lots of different sites to take you to. You can be there all day. It's like Disney World of websites for you to just have fun all day long. Winwithwilly.com. Tim Ridley, his dad was a uh, driver for a uh, van line for, uh, which one was it, Tim? North American Van Lines. North American Van Line. And he he really instilled in his son a love of trucks as a child and Tim always had this desire as he grew up to drive a truck, but his mama, his mama said, okay, you can drive that truck if you want, but you're going to have to have an education to drive that truck. You have to be educated. And that's like my mama. My mama said, I wanted to be in the music business. She said, okay, go ahead, be in the music business, but you got to go to school first. You got to go to school. You got to get an education so that you have options. Mm, That's what where mamas were talking about, Tim. And I'm glad I did. You know, one thing back, I look back, Tim, I think about often, I say to myself, you know, what would I tell my uh, young self if I were able to do it now and look back to young Willie? I'd say, Willie, listen to your mama. Just listen to your mama. Your mama gave you good advice. She really did. Well, let's go on with the story. You were uh, uh, you were you were uh, wanting to drive a truck. You went to the, 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 the truck driving school where you learn to drive a truck. And when you got there, the prices for learning were outside of your budget. You didn't know what to do, but you had the desire. So you had read somewhere in a word of God, somewhere in a scripture, that there's power that comes when you fast and pray, and that there's something amazing that can happen when you fast and pray. And so you did, you went on a three-day fast. And what happened after that, Tim? Went on a three-day fast, and and prior to that, I did meet a driver because I want I knew God was going to move, Willie. I knew yes. He was moving my life, so I wanted to be ready to go. So I met a driver prior to that and asked him about how to go about getting my. At that time, it was before the CDL to ever come out. Wow, it, there was no such thing as a CDL. You had in Georgia, it was called a Class Five chauffeur's license. Okay, so when I asked him about that, he told me. I went downtown, took the written test, didn't have to take the drive test, driving test back then, took mm. the written test, passed it, went on my, and this was on a Thursday, uh, went on a, on a three-day fast, uh, I went on a th- three-day fast starting that Monday, 
And I told God by Wednesday, I want a job driving a tractor trailer. Mm. That Wednesday, I went to this company, walked in there, and the guy was sitting at the desk writing. He wouldn't even acknowledge Willie, wouldn't even acknowledge me standing there. So I said, sir, after a while, you know, knowing that he was not even going to look up, I said, sir, I was uh, wanted to know if you needed any drivers. He's still looking down writing. While he's still looking down, he just asked, can you drive a semi? And I said, sir, I can drive anything you got. Now, keep in mind, I'd never driven one. (laughs) Knowing that the God I serve, if he gives me that job or when he gives me that job, I'm going to be able to drive it, okay, with no training. Right. So the guy looked up, he dropped his pen and looked up and leaned back in his chair. And he said, I like that. I really like that. So he gave me an application. Willie, I'm looking at this application. What am I going to put down for experience? Right. I have no experience, so I just put down the job, you know, jobs that I, I've had. He said, can you call me back at uh, 3.30 this afternoon? That was the time I was going to end my, my, my fast at around 3. I think it was around 3.30 or 4, something like that. But that was going to be around the end of my fast. Right. Rode around. I, I found me a pay because I had some errands to run. I found me a phone booth, which we back, don't have. We don't even have no more. Find a phone booth. That's right. Found a phone booth, called him back. He said, can you start tomorrow? And, and he said, be here at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. And Willie, my heart, because I, I was happy, but at the same time, I was nervous because my heart fell down to my head. <laughs> <laughs> I told the man I can drive anything he's got. Now he's now I have to prove it. So right. I told him, I said, look, can I start on Monday? I just want to start a fresh week and plus be able to give this job, you know, some notice that I want that I'm going to leave. He said, OK, I respect that. That whole weekend, I had nightmares about shifting and turning. <laughs> again, my faith, I knew God would bless me. So uh, long story short, again, I, I showed up Monday morning. He told me to be there at 6. I got there at 5 because I wanted to sit in my car and pray. And uh, went in there, filled out the paperwork. And I saw all of these bobtails and all of these trailers. This, this, this was a flatbed company. Guys were out there loading the trailers with forklifts. And I'm thinking, I can't, I've never hooked up a tractor to a trailer, so I'm just going to continue to take my time on my paperwork. And then once I see them starting hooking up tractors to the trailers, and then I'll turn it in. And that's what I did. Wow. Wow. Creativity. Creativity. You you, you use your creativity to make it happen. Well, what happened when you started driving? Yeah, you obviously did okay. I did okay. I did. I, I He told me, he says, look, I got this load that has to go. I don't have time to, to road test you. Again, seeing how God works things out because every company, they're supposed to road test you regardless of how much, much experience you have. That's just what they are supposed to do. He didn't have time to road test me. So he said, I'll road test you when you get back. Never took a road test for that company. Wow. I guess he figured that I could get out there and get back without you know, hurting myself or hurting anyone else. He didn't need to road test me, but he did stand outside the truck mm. until I took off. And I had no idea, you know, I'm th- he's, I'm looking down, I climb up in there. And I remember my dad always told me, he said, when you get up in a truck and if you've never been in that truck before, if you want to see, you know, if you want to know what transmission it has, how many, how many gears or the gear pattern, he said, if it's not on the gear shift, it'll be, up against the dash. If it's not there, pull the visor down and it's up in the visor. That gear pattern was nowhere, Willie. Wow. Nowhere. 
So again, here it is. I'm going to my father, going to God and say, Lord, just let me get enough gears to get out of here, get off the, out, off this property, out of his sight, and then I can mess up all I want. And that's what God did. He, he allowed me to, to, to uh, get off the property. And after that, after I got out of his sight, I couldn't find another gear to save my life. You know? <laughs> but again, I remember my dad always said, if you miss a gear, it's no big, no big deal. If you can't recover it, he said, pull over to the side of the road, start all over again. So that, that's what I did. So everything else, I started just teaching myself, teaching wow. my pages, uh, backing, teaching everything, teaching myself everything else. And, and I kept telling myself, if someone else can do it, these other truck drivers can do it that's running up and down the road, I can do the same thing. Okay, folks, let's look at the pearls he's already dropped on us. You know, I go through and I pull out the pearls for those who are, who are ongoing listeners. No, their life lessons, their secrets here to success. First of all, he had faith, not only in, in God. Now, we know that that was obvious, but he had faith in himself. You got to work on your confidence, your self-confidence. So when the man said, can you drive a semi? He said, I can drive anything. That was a self-confidence, not an arrogance but a self-confidence, I'm going to make this work. And then he was willing to remember from the mentorship. So I always tell you two ways to get to goals, mentors and mistakes. Both would get you there. One just get you there with less headaches, heartaches, and not some such a hair. His father had been a mentor and he had talked to a guy who had been a mentor and he had listened to them and taken notes, mental notes about what to do, where to find things, how to make it work. He got his shot. You got to, you know what, folks, you always got to take your shot. You got to take your shot. I know if you say, I'm not quite ready, or I don't know if I'm good enough. I remember when I started speaking, I had been speaking for years to youth, only to youth. And I got a shot to speak to a room of corporate execs at the White House uh, private partnership, private public partnership conference. And I was going to be the opening speaker. They just needed somebody to speak. And I got the opportunity. These are all the Fortune 100 CEOs, all the heads of all the public agencies. I didn't know what I was going to say. I could have said, I'm not ready. I'm not good enough. I don't have any. But I went in there and did the best I could with what I had. And it opened doors for, for my career that uh, I still am grateful for. Well, he went on then, to, Tim went on then to drive that truck. Even when he messed up, he remembered, pull over, start again. Don't panic. That's right. Am I right? And you didn't panic. You So don't panic. And that's in my number of my books. Don't panic. And then, folks keep getting better, keep learning, keep stretching, don't stop. Well, that's what Tim really did to start his trucking. And we're going to come back. We're going to talk about how he went from a guy who was driving the truck across the country to become an owner, an entrepreneur, how he became a radio show host and how he has built this empire that shows you the, the possibilities for your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show. And I want you to stay tuned after this station identification because we've got more for you to come. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his 
note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that Others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life. Or a setback is a setup for a comeback. Or turn setbacks into greenbacks. Or chicken soup for the soul. Or an attitude of excellence. Or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store. Get some of the audios, the videos the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show across America, or as my dear friend Joe Madison says, from border to border, coast to coast. And now we're even in Canada and in other countries. For those who are in other countries, uh, greetings to you wherever you may be. And we're glad you're here. And for those who are listening on podcasts, Globally, I know we got people in podcasts who are listening in South Africa and Australia, New Zealand, China, Japan. We got people all over the globe who are listening to the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, before we go any further, I want to take a moment to talk about my sponsor, our friends at Truist Financial, the bank that's here for better. See, BBT Bank and SunTrust Bank merged to form Truist with a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities. Let me give you just one example of what that means. Truist has come up with something called the Truist Community Benefits Plan. They've earmarked $60 billion, that's billion with a B, to invest in affordable housing, nonprofit support, and small business growth over the next three years. So you can see that while Truist is committed to a better banking experience for you, they're just as committed to giving back to the community and creating something meaningful, massive, meaningful change for all people who are striving to achieve more. I hope you'll check them out at truist.com. Let me spell it for you. It's T-R-U-I-S-T.com, Truist Financial, member FDIC. My special guest today is the host of the Tim Ridley Show. And I want to applaud the truck drivers who keep our country going, who have been such a blessing. I want to applaud you. I want to thank you. I want to celebrate your service to us as Americans and how you keep this country with food and, and resources. And now you just you just are yeoman, doing a yeoman job, men and women. And we want to uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm glad you're listening. And please continue to listen and share this show, share this message, share what we're doing with others in your community. We are so grateful. Well, my guest today is Tim Ridley, the host of the Tim Ridley uh, radio show on uh, the number one 
trucking station on Sirius XM, channel 146. Okay, so you, you, you told us the story how your creativity and how your uh, thinking and how your lessons and your mentorship from your dad and, and others helped you to get started. Now, you started driving, but how do you go from driving a truck to owning a fleet? How do you do that? And then how do you take it from owning a fleet to being on radio, national syndicated, oh, not satellite radio, all over the country and parts of the world. How do you do that from this guy who was, was trying to figure out how to drive the truck? Okay. How did you do that? Praying my way off the parking lot without messing up, right? There you go. Right. Uh, and and, them, and you you mentioned earlier, Willie, about connecting the dots. So uh, I, w- I would like to ask your listeners to follow along and see if they can connect the, the dots on how God ordered my steps. To get me which to- is where you started. You said that God ordered you to step. It, it was it didn't look like it when you started, but there was some ordering that you now know when you look backwards. Go ahead. Absolutely. So so how did I get from driving a truck to owning a fleet of trucks? So what happened was my goal after I got into trucking, very shortly afterwards, I wanted to own a truck. I wanted mm. to be uh, an owner operator. However, I didn't do it quite that way. So after after some years on you know in in trucking, I guess it was about maybe five six years, I came off the road. There was an opportunity that came up where I could teach at a truck driving school. I wanted to help others teach others how to get into an industry that had been so good to me in the five or six years that I I was in the in the industry that had been so good to me. Guess where that school was? Don't it, tell me it's the one you started with where where you had to go in. <laughs> that was it, the one that I could not afford to go to. <laughs> wow. So I ended up, I became an instructor there. I came off the road, became an instructor. First year, Dr. Jolly, I, I made instructor of the year, got the instructor of the year award. I was the, the youngest instructor there. All the other instructors looked like they had been there, been driving for a hundred years or so. And, and because they had all this, this knowledge, you know, they were, a lot of them were owner operators, owned trucks. So here it was, here me, I'm the youngest, you know, uh, instructor, but I loved it. Loved imparting my, my knowledge to new drivers, to people who were wanting to get into, into trucking. So fast forward, I moved up through the ranks. I, I became uh, direct, uh, director of job placement. I uh, had a company car, an expense account, wore a suit to work every day, briefcase. Then I moved up to director of training where mm-hmm. I was responsible for the entire school. For all the training, I was uh, asked to write a couple of training curriculums, one for the government that had to be approved by the government because we were we were trying to get government uh, funding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that ended up, the, I got uh, accolades from the, from the state, from the government, on how that was the best trucking curriculum they had ever seen. So during that time, I, I figured it would be a good opportunity to start to buy my first truck and put mm-hmm. a driver in it. And that's what I did. And how I came up with the funding, because if you uh, remember, your listeners remember, I said that trucking had been very good to me. Right. Trucking is very profitable. So I, But you have to be smart in knowing how to manage the money. Because what happens is that so many people will get this, you know, a lot of drivers, truck drivers will get this, they'll get that first big paycheck. And then because they're so happy, they're not used to making that amount of money, not all, but some, and they'll blow it, Mm. get the next one and blow it and start buying all these toys and everything and not putting anything back. But I, I, and and there's going to be rainy days in trucking, just like with anything else. But anyway, 
I put a lot of money back. I, I was very wise with it. But my mom again. Your mama, mom again. They go, mama, mama. Always say, save for that rainy day. There but, will be a rainy day. That's right. And all, and I did that. So that's how I was able to uh, come up, the, uh, have the money to buy that first truck. That went so well. The next, not even a month later, I added another truck. Wow. In there. Then it was about maybe a month, two months later, I bought two trucks at the same time from, from Kansas City, from a dealership in Kansas City. They flew two of my drivers out there to pick the trucks up. Sight unseen now. Back then, it was Polaroid cameras. that the Right, right. No internet. No internet. The salesman sent me some Polaroid pictures of the trucks and, and so forth. But anyway, bought those. Then fast forward about two months after that, I bought three trucks at the same time from a local dealer in Atlanta. So that's how I, I was able to, to move up. Uh, you know, to start that company. But I started it still while I was working at the truck driving school. So you were still working. You were still teaching. You were running things at the truck driving school. But on the side, you were creating a revenue stream besides the revenue stream that you had from your job. And you had employees, drivers to you could who could help you create more revenues. Absolutely. And I set it up because I was a small business. But I wanted to be able to compete with the large businesses. So, you know, as far as for drivers, what would make me, why, would it, why is it so unique to work for me as opposed to working for a national trucking company, you know, as far as a, a name brand trucking company? So I did the same thing. I had I had a retirement plan set up. I didn't have this all, all at the, you know, all at the beginning, but I set up a retirement plan, set up a, a uh, you know, company expense, company paid uh, insurance for the, not only the driver, but for his or her family as well. They didn't have to pay anything. And then when cell phones came along, I provided them with a cell phone. So, uh, but anyway, I had to, had and, and back to mama again, right? Who ran my office? Mama did. She mama ran. did. Mama, mama, you was a smart man. Mama was there giving you advice. So That's, you built this. Now, how did you transition from there to radio? Connecting the dots again. Connecting the dots. So when I finally, this was fast forward many years later, I uh, I I sold. Well, I gave three of my trucks away uh, because I paid off all of my trucks. You know, the, the last truck I bought, I ordered it brand new. I spec'd it out, and that was my toy. That was my personal truck. Okay. Uh, so, but anyway, I gave three of my trucks away to a friend of mine who wanted to get into it. I wanted to be a blessing to him, and wow. then I sold the sold the others. Wow. So, and then the, the company, one of the companies that I had my trucks, uh, had one truck contracted to, that was the truck that I drove when I decided to go back out myself. Because after a while, I did leave the school and I was just working full time for myself for many sure. years. But sure. the road kept calling my name. I wanted to get back out there. So that's when I went down to the dealership, ordered me a brand new truck and, and a brand new rig and spec'd it out and everything and drove that. And I had that one in truck shows. I was a show truck. But anyway, to answer your question, Willie, is that uh, after a while, I, uh, you know, I did decide to. Well, before I decided, <laughs> I kept getting offers from the trucking company that I ultimately went to work for in the office and management and, and recruiting and also in, later on in management. Uh, they kept after me for about three or four years to mm. come in the office. They had various positions for me each time. Willie, I would turn it down because I wasn't I wasn't finished playing 
trucking was just fun for me. I was a highly paid tourist. That's wow. I never looked at it as work. When I went left home to go back on another tour of duty, I never said, well, I got to climb in my rig and go back to work. I always said, I'm going to get back in my rig and go see the country again and get paid for it. So I wasn't through seeing, you know, doing that yet. Oh, so, as I like to say, uh, Tim is, I don't, I don't got to go to work. I get to go to work. I get to do what I love to do. Go ahead, my friend. Absolutely. So uh, later on, the, they offered me another position that was in recruiting locally at, at the Atlanta terminal because I didn't want to move. I didn't want to move out of state at that time. I didn't. So uh, and I just built, you know, not long prior to that, I built a brand new home. I didn't want to leave that. So they that last position they offered me. My wife and I decided, you know, that we would pray about it and at least, you know, pray about it because all the others, I just didn't pray about it or anything. <laughs> didn't want to do it. So they offered me that one. And I figured they figured if they they offered me something in Atlanta and at that, you know, with that position, I would do it because I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy helping people. I'm a servant. So we prayed about it because in recruiting, I could help people get again, get in to trucking and, and, and you know, enjoy the fruits of their labor like I did. So we, we finally, I finally gave an answer that I would come off the road and go into the office. Now, while I was in, and I kept moving up in that as well, but while I was there, Willie, I was at a truck show in 2004, I believe it was, in Nashville, Tennessee. I was in a truck, at a truck show, had a recruiting booth set up. After the show, because I knew Dave Nemo was there. Dave uh -huh. Nemo, I had met Dave Nemo in Reno, Nevada, back in, I believe it was 99, because I had my truck in a truck show there, and I met him through a, a mutual friend of ours. I uh, met him briefly, not long, but just briefly. So anyway, he came up, him and his business partner came up to talk to me as I was packing up, and it was just small talk. This wasn't long at all. This was on a, this was on a uh, Sunday. I get back in my office on Monday, Monday afternoon, my secretary uh, rings my office. She said, Mr. Ridley, uh, there's a Mr. Dave Nemo wants to talk to you. Uh, she said, would you like me to pass? And he says he's, he, he has a radio show and he would like to talk to you. Do you want me to patch him through? I said, Nemo, Dave Nemo, sure, pat, patch him through. So he, she did. Dave asked me if I, you know, would like, he said, I know it was a little awkward. We were talking to you, just some small talk. He said, we would like to offer you the, uh, to come up to Nashville to co-host the last three hours of my show with me to be a consultant. Wow. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're going to come right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly with my special guest, Tim Ridley, on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best is yet to come. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me when you need me. up the phone you can call and call me, me.
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com. Dot com slash billionaire. WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and will help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back with Tim Ridley, the host of the Tim Ridley Show on Channel 146, Sirius XM, uh, Road Dog Trucking. Am I right about it? Road Dog Trucking. Road Dog Trucking. And he is the morning show host from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. Eastern Time. And he has a popular show. And I want to welcome all the truckers who are listening to today's show here on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. You were telling how you got from owning a, uh, a fleet to, to moving back into management and then meeting Dave Nemo and him offering you a radio opportunity to get on radio. And why did he offer that, though? That's what I want to know. See, there's a reason he offered that. That's what I want people to hear. Tell us about that. Yeah, he needed someone to come on the show to to be a, a consultant to truck drivers who knew the, in, the, the industry very well. Actually, there was another lady that we both knew, a mutual friend who had been at that time, who had been in, in uh, not radio, but in trucking uh, as far as on the recruiting side for like over 30, about 30 years or so. She told him and I didn't know that right away, but he told me, he said she told me, uh, told us that we need to get you on our radio show. And she said that Tim is the guy that you're looking for, the guy that you need. So that's how that's how it came up. So, uh, so hold, let's put a, put a point there. 
the lady told them you need this guy. And why did she tell them that? Because you had created a reputation for excellence, a reputation for excellence. And folks, I say it over and over again. If you read my book, An Attitude of Excellence, go get my book, An Attitude of Excellence. Go to winwithwilly.com. And there's actually an attitudeofexcellence.com site. You can get the book on any of my product pages, but get the book for all your team because we talk about how excellence will pave a path before you. It will create opportunities that you don't even see coming. You don't even know that there are people be talking about you behind your back, but talking about you behind your back, good. They be talking real good about you. So this lady talks to Dave Nemo, who has the, the radio network for truckers. And he says, we need you because she said you are the guy. You not only understand it, you've studied it. You, uh, you're a student of the art of trucking and we need you on the radio. Well, what happened from there? Absolutely. And so I came up and, and from that point, Willie, that was it. It was probably the next year, uh, if that long. I don't remember the time frame, but if that long, they offered me a job, uh, a job with them. And uh, so I, I didn't. It, we we didn't uh, consummate it at that time. Uh, there were some other things that you know that, and I wasn't ready, you know, either. Uh, yeah. to, to be honest with you, I wasn't ready still because I the needing to move. And all of that. But right. again, fast forward another year later, the opportunity came around. Dave called me at home and asked, he said, Are you, have you reconsidered a, a career in radio? And uh, I said, well, you know, let me think about it. And so long story short, again, I keep saying that, but uh, long story short, he, uh, he said, look, come up here and try the job out. We'll take care of your room and board. We'll take care of all of that. Just come and try the job out. If you like it, you have it. If you don't like it, we can what you will walk away as friends. And I did. I came up, tried the job out. He went on vacation now. He went on vacation for like eight days. I had to fill in for him or I filled in for him for eight days. Keep in mind, I had never at that time we had to run our own board. I had never run a radio board. I had done it on a smaller scale, you know, with mm -hmm. uh, in, in the Christian aspect of things. But as far as, you know, as far as the, the ministry rather aspect of things, but as far as a radio, radio equipment, I had never done that. So anyway, I, I did all that. That was a blessing to be able to, you know, to have that opportunity to do it. So the rest is history. Here I am. I started out as the weekend host. I did the weekend shows. Uh, and then I, I would fill in for him when he was off. I would fill in for also the the uh, legend trucking bozo who has passed away, the late trucking bozo. I was his fill in as well until I got my weekday show, which was in 2010, the, the Tim Ridley show. So uh, I've been at it ever since. Now, back to connecting the dots, Willie, all of those things that God had me to do, including being a, a military chaplain, all of those things he had me to do, guess what? It was all to prepare me for what I'm doing today in radio, because I can relate to drivers on various levels and aspects, because if they're needing in need of counseling or or in need of some type of a guidance, it doesn't necessarily have to be Christian guidance, but just some guidance. Yeah, I've done that in chaplain in the chaplaincy work. Uh, 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 questions on how to drive a truck or how to uh, or safety tips or anything like that. I was a truck driver, understanding what truck drivers go through. I was in the trenches. I was a foot soldier. I was out there. I know what it's like to be away from home. I know what it's like to be 
uh, you know, at, at sleeping in a truck every night. I know how what it's like to be at a shipper and receiver. Being an owner operator, I know I, I can give, you know, guidance on that as far as, uh, you know, how to go about buying even your first truck, how to manage and, 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 and operate multiple trucks. So on every and even the training part, the truck driving school, all of those things right there. I have drivers. I mean, not drivers. I have uh, people sometimes that call me that have questions or they email me with questions about getting in trucking or about truck driving schools. So I can, you know, connecting the dots again, God put me through in, into all of those various levels for this reason to be able to be a blessing to people on various levels in radio. Wow. Wow. You've got quite a story. Okay. So I ask a question of every guest. Uh, you come to D.C. for a conference or a program or you're doing something. And I, I, I come to pick you up at your hotel. I take you over to Howard University to a business class and say, OK, Tim, look, uh, let's go in here and let's give them some some good, good counsel on how to become business people, how to become successful. Tell me two or three or four. You got us. You got to do this if you want to be successful here. The you got us. Give me some. You got us. You got to have positive attitude. Mm. got to if you don't have a positive attitude it's going to be much harder for you to make it okay right, right. you got to have you got to have some type of faith my faith as as dr willie says about his who he serves you know i serve god so this is this is me i'm speaking on tim ridley whoever you serve whatever faith you have you got to be deep deeply rooted in that faith that you have in mind i put god first but, but yes. whoever whoever you serve yes uh, Another thing, as far as a gotta, be confident in you, in your abilities. If you go around and and you have your head down, wondering, well, I don't know if I'll be uh, be successful at this, or I don't know if I can do that. Have that can do, I know I can do attitude. So knowing that I have the confidence in myself, that I have the abilities to do whatever needs to be done to make myself. Uh, to, to make myself succeed at this. Uh, so those, those are those are some of the... Now, let me ask you a question. What are the things that you did to get your confidence? Were you a reader? Were you, uh, you took, you obviously went to school. Were self-development and self-help books and programs and mo- uh, motivational materials helpful? Yes, all, all, all were uh, motivational. And, and it's not, back then, <laughs> Willie, it, it wasn't like it is now. It wasn't easily available. You had to go to the library to, to right. you know, to do a lot of that research. So I used to research a lot. I've always done that. And I still do. I like, I like to research. So yes. Uh, and another thing I do too, is that I listen to positive people, uh, mm. I listen to, to positive messages, listen to Dr. Willie, Willie Amen. is positive, you know, and, and his messages. So have some type of a platform that you go to, to get that in you, in deep down in you, because if you get it deep down in you, it's just like muscle memory. It's, it's, it's something that you don't have to right. work on uh, getting. That's right. That's right, folks. I, I want to go back over these uh, pearls he dropped about us. First of all, he went on to start this fleet by having saved some money. Folks, we cannot say it enough. Wealth is generated by your money working for you. That's how wealth comes, by your money working for you, not you just working for it. It works for you. He saved money. He saved a, a part of his revenues. Save your revenues and invest them. He invested in the first truck. Then 
a second and a third and a fourth and a fifth. And he went on. So he created wealth by creating a business. Next, he also was willing to look for new opportunities. And when the opportunities came, prayed about it, thought about it, talked it over with his wife. And then he took the advantage of taking some of these opportunities and building on it. He was willing to start small doing a fill-in. I did the same. I started on XM just getting in where you fit in, get in where you fit in. But I made up my mind I was going to be the best at whatever I did, whenever I did it. My old friend said, bloom where you planted, wherever you planted at that moment, bloom. And then one more thing, he was creative. He used his creativity and then he gave you the goddess. You got to be positive. You got to stay positive. How do you get positive? Your input determines your output. So put good stuff in, you'll get put good stuff out. Have great faith in yourself and in your creator. And it gives you hope. Hope in the future gives you power in the present. And then you've got to keep working on yourself, developing yourself and working on being the best you you can be. If you do these things, folks, you're going to start seeing greater success over the long haul. And then listen to your mama. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tim Ridley, man, it's been great to have you. Thank you for being my guest on this uh, program. I want to thank all the truckers who are listening as a result of Tim Ridley. And and I encourage y'all to keep telling your friends to listen to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show and the podcast. Thank you, Tim, for being on, my friend. Well, doctor, thank you. And thanks for being on my show as well. My uh, listeners love you. So we we all love you and Dee. And thank you. It is a pleasure to be on your show. Well, thank you. Well, I want to thank Tim. I want to thank all of you. Uh, continue to share this show with all your friends and family members. And then I want to thank Truest Financial. I always like to get, give them one more shout out because uh, they are partnering with us. Uh, BB&T and SunTrust, they merged to form Truest with a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities. Check out how Truist is unleashing potential at truist.com, T-R-U-I-S-T.com. I want you to go to winwithwilly.com, winwithwilly.com for resources there to help you win more, get access to all of my resources and sign up for my newsletter. And then I want you to follow us on our new marriage show for our Jolly Marriage, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, the broadcast from our book, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, D and I. We got new social media that we're doing on our Facebook Live and our Instagram live at a jolly marriage now if you want a jolly marriage then follow us on a jolly marriage and then follow me on all social media willie jolly willie dot jolly at willie jolly the real willie jolly on instagram this is dr willie jolly and the willie jolly wealthy way show and for sure your best is yet to come god bless you have a great week on purpose enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program and I hope it helped you 
in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire. WillieJolly.com slash billionaire or WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.